Hello everyone, your girl Tay here, and I'm bringing you another Let's Talk Wild podcast episode. Today is August 31st, 2023, and this is episode 41, Wildfires and Wildlife in a Blaze. Whether it started from climate change, fallen electrical poles, or human negligence, wildfires have caused severe damage around the world. Australia, California, Canada, and now Hawaii. For this episode, I'll discuss the impact fire has had on wildlife when it takes the form of wildfire. But before we get into that, make sure you guys follow and subscribe to the podcast or all podcasting and social media platforms. I now have monthly membership subscriptions available on my podcast website. Once you sign up, you'll get a shout out and you'll be able to pick a podcast topic for me to talk about. You can go to my podcast website on Buzzsprout to sign up. I'll have the link in the description box. Also, hit the YouTube, subscribe to the channel and check out the videos over there. Once you're done listening over here, you guys already know the drill. Now, let's talk why. We talk about aquatic animals in their home, the ocean, the seas, the lakes, and the streams. Okay, that's poetic bars. I'm starting off early, okay? (laughs) But we talk about the element water a good amount here on the podcast. And we know that water, depending on its form... It can be calm, gentle, and soothing, or unsettled, rough, and turbulent. It's just the way of the water. Word to Avatar. Ain't that was the second movie or whatever? Or the third movie? I don't know. The way of the water or something like that? I don't know. Y'all let me know. But for this week, I wanted to spotlight another element that has blazed through and has caused issues and damage around the world. I feel like most of us who don't live in areas where there are these type of uh, fire issues got some sort of knowledge about them by way of the iconic Smokey the Bear, okay? You know his legendary slogan, only you can prevent forest fires. How was that? That was good. I did good. (laughs) Quick backstory about the creation of Smokey. Let's get into his lore, his origin story yes I love it because I didn't know you know the backstory on him until I did the research for the podcast so I want to share it with you guys if you guys didn't know according to the USDA's Forest Service Smokey Bear was born on August 9th 1944 when the U.S. Forest Service and Ed Council agreed that a fictional bear would be the symbol for their joint effort to promote forest fire prevention artist Albert Staley was asked to paint the first poster of Smokey Bear it showed a bear pouring a bucket of water on a campfire and saying care will prevent nine out of ten fires Smokey became very popular and in 1947 his slogan became only you can prevent forest fires <laughs> I love that <laughs> black people call him Smokey the bear I never knew it was just Smokey bear You know, I don't know. You guys let me know what you call them. I'll leave a poll on the Let's Talk Wild YouTube channel community page and on the Let's Talk Wild Instagram story. Y'all let me know. But that's not all. Let's get into some more history on Smokey Bear. He's such an icon. I got to make sure you guys know the lore, know the origin story, know the history of such an iconic Legend. (laughs) In the spring of 1950, during a forest fire in the Capitan Mountains of New Mexico, a young bear cub took refuge in a tree while the fire was ablaze. 
Firefighters saved the cub. He was badly burned on his paws and hind legs, but he was alive. The crew nicknamed him Smokey, and he was transported on a plane to Santa Fe, where he was treated for his burns. The brave little cub received so much love around the nation that he became the living symbol of Smokey Bear and was given a new home at the National Zoo in Washington, D.C. Smokey passed away in 1976. He was returned to his home and was buried at the Smoky Bear Historical Park in Capitan, New Mexico. I definitely want to visit this place, Smoky Bear Historical Park. You know, it, it's only fitting. It's only right. I definitely is going to put that on my bucket list of places that I definitely need to visit. Okay, you guys let me know if you've been to the park or if you have uh, plans to go. Okay. Now I want to get into the animations because y'all know I love a good animation, okay? Cartoons, anime, I'm all here for it. Mm -hmm. Now Disney's Bambi movie, which is based on the 1923 novel written by Felix Salson, Bambi, A Life in the Woods. The Disney film was released in August of 1942 and I feel like no one will ever forget the fire scene. We won't forget about Bambi's mother passing away, but the fire scene, it's engraved in our brain also. It's engraved. The forced animals trying to escape a wildfire that started at a human's camp. How could we forget? And in 1982, Bambi and Smokey teamed up. They were both put on a Walt Disney poster. It showed Bambi with two blue birds, a red butterfly, a blue butterfly, an owl, a gray rabbit, two tan rabbits, and a skunk in a field full of flowers and a hollow tree log. If you're on YouTube, I will have the picture up, okay? And the poster reads, only you can prevent forest fires. We can't. Aww. Like I said, uh, Smokey was on the poster, His just his face. Okay, because automatically when you see Smokey, you already know what's up. He's watching you. He's watching you. Oh, you camping? What you doing? Smokey is right there. He got his eyes on you. Okay. <laughs> now he got his eyes on you. But the collaboration made sense and the poster was cute. They bonded over their forest fire trauma. Listen, because the way things started with the Bambi movie, you didn't know who was going to make it out the fire. Okay, I remember when I first saw the film, I said, not the father too. Listen, Bambi's, Bambi's mother is gone. Don't you dare do it to his daddy. Don't you dare do him dirty. Y'all know how Disney gives it up with their movies. A parent has to always be missing. Y'all let me know what Disney movies have both, uh, uh, have both parents because I still can't recall. Leave a comment and let me know if you're watching on YouTube. Leave it in the comments. And if you're listening on any of the podcast platforms, I appreciate you. And if you appreciate the work that I'm doing and you want to see the podcast grow, head over to the Let's Talk Wild podcast website on Buzzsprout and sign up to become a wild supporter. Shout out to the August Wild Talkers that signed up. Tisha, Coco, Rob, Michelle, Adrian, Jazz, and Damon. I appreciate you all. And if you continue to be a subscription member, you'll continue to get monthly shout outs here on the podcast. Now, let's get back to the show. Cue the animals. <laughs> Now 
Now let's get into the bushfires and wildfires that have happened in real life in the last couple of years and currently. It's still a major concern for not only us humans, but for the wildlife. When you think of bushfires, many of us automatically think Australia. In most recent years, they had bushfires burning from June 2019 until May 2020, which is called the Black Summer. Acres and acres and acres and acres of land burned. Uh, the people that lost their lives or have become ill due to smoke inhalation and damage done to the wildlife. According to the WWF's Australia 2019-2020 bushfires, the wildlife toll interim report, they estimated that within the forests and woodlands that burn, there have been almost 3 billion native animals that passed away or were impacted by the bushfires. 143 million mammals. 2.46 billion reptiles, 180 million birds, and 51 million frogs. I remember getting online and seeing so many videos of people trying to help the animals. It was sad. But during such a dark period of time, seeing humans show so much compassion and love to the wildlife, it warmed my heart. You know, and that pun was not intended, <laughs> but it warmed my heart. And I will say, just like the fire spreads, like a fire spreads, the support for the animals spread just as quickly. Not only was there uh, animal activists or uh, conservationists and animal lovers donating, I was proud to see a lot of celebrities uh, getting involved in helping with supply, supplies, donations. And one of the most, I think, crucial, crucial <laughs> things to do during situations like this, which is to spread awareness. These celebrities have millions and millions of people that follow them on these social platforms. John, let me take a sip of water. Oh, no, I got coffee. Some cold coffee. Let's get back on track. Yes. Uh, but, you know, they have all these millions of people that follow them on these social platforms. And when they post an animal rescue and ask their fans or supporters uh, to help, people do that. They support. They help. It takes word of mouth. Uh, to another level. So shout out to everyone, um, whether you're a celebrity or not, who helped many of the Australian animals during such a horrible time. Uh, one thing I learned during that time was people around the world collectively don't play about koala bears. The support for the koala bears was love. It was crazy. It was crazy. So if anyone asks what's one of the most beloved animals on a global scale, the koala bear is on definitely on the list. Definitely. Even though they can catch and spread chlamydia and they could frame you for a crime because their fingerprints are almost identical to humans, they are still top tier. That's what the folk are saying. I'm just here to report the wild, okay? Some people say they here to report the news. I'm here to report the wild, okay? Now let's talk about California, the golden state. California, uh, keep it rocking, knows how to party, uh, in the city, okay? Rest in peace, Tupac. But yes, California, the golden state, is such a diverse place. But they are also at the mercy of wildfires. 
According to the California Department of Fish and Wildlife, since the 1980s, the size and intensity of wildfires in Cali have notably increased. 15 of the 20 largest wildfires in Cali history have occurred since 2000, and 10 of the most costly destructive fires to life and property in the state have occurred since 2015. Managing forests, woodlands, scrublands, and grasslands for broad ecological and societal benefits has become a challenging issue in Cali. A typically large patches of high severity fire can hinder the ability of an ecosystem to recover, potentially undermining the conservation of native biodiversity by long-term or permanent loss of native vegetation, expansion of non-native invasive species, and long-term or permanent loss of essential habitat for native fauna. The devastating effects of recent wildfires have highlighted the need for California to reevaluate wildfire risk management and direct greater efforts towards wildfire resilience. End quote. My thoughts about this is y'all know I love for y'all to imagine. <laughs> Put your thinking caps on, close your eyes, you want to imagine. Out there being in the field, working, doing your work, trying to save uh, native plants, native animals. Just imagine working hard to try to stop the spread of an invasive species and you get the population numbers controlled and then a wildfire starts. The species spreads when trying to, you know, save themselves from the fire. Fire gets put out and now the species has spread to a different area that they never were at. Now you have to implement and add new tactics to the population control strategy, depending on the location, other species of animals and plants, a lot of factors come into play. Just problems piling on top of each other. But shout out to the people working hard and trying to stay, not 10 steps, okay, but 100 acres ahead of the wildfires and invasive species. Your work doesn't go unnoticed. Now, a few weeks ago, Canada had wildfires burning so badly that the smoke traveled to several U.S. states. I know I woke up one morning and it looked orange and cloudy outside. I looked at my phone and saw the hazardous air alert, you know, and even though I'm states away and miles and miles away from Canada, their fires impacted so many people and animals that weren't in their country. They're not in their country. So, even though you may not live in an area where this is an issue, wildfires is an issue, you could still be affected by smoke inhalation. All of that smoke just spreading and it is just a lot. It's a lot. And now Hawaii has been impacted horribly by the brush fires that started on August 8th in the Maui communities of Kalula and Lahana. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. If I'm not, I apologize. You already know it's all love, okay? On August 10th, President Biden declared that a major disaster exists in the state of Hawaii and ordered federal aid to supplement state and local recovery efforts in the areas affected by wildfires beginning on August 8th, 2023 and continuing. The president's action makes federal funding available to affected individuals in Maui County. Sleepy Joe and First Lady Jill also traveled to Maui 
on Monday, August 21st, where they met with people from the communities, emergency uh, personnel, first responders, and state officials. I did look up some animal facilities in Maui that may need help with donations. At the Maui Animal Farm, the animals are safe. A post on their Facebook says that the fire stopped 200 yards from their road. They are in the process of repairing the hurricane damage and they plan on reopening to provide complimentary animal-assisted therapy. I love that. Oh my goodness. I love that. With all of that stuff that's going on, you know, people could just come to the to the farm or, you know, they come to the people, however it goes, and just show the animals love because it's it's sad and I know these people are hurting you know but if you would like to donate please go to their Facebook page at Maui Animal Farm for more information since Saturday August 26 the Maui Humane Society was given access to the Lahana burn zone to search and rescue live animals and reunite them with their owners if you need help with finding your pet if your pet needs food medical treatment or you would like to donate please go to MauiHumaneSociety.org for more information. If you or someone you know lives in Maui and was impacted by the brush fires and need help with resources, go to MauiCounty.gov for more information and please, please spread the word. This is such a tragic situation. The Let's Talk Wild family the Wild Talkers, we send our love and condolences to the families of people who have lost their lives, livelihoods, pets, and animals. Maui Strong, for show. Can we have a moment of silence for them? Thank y'all. I appreciate y'all. Now, the cause of the Maui wildfires, uh, there is currently... An investigation being done to find the exact cause of the fires. But Maui County has filed a lawsuit against the Hawaiian Electric Company for civil damages caused to the county's public property and resources caused by the fires. The lawsuit alleges that the defendants acted negligently by failing to power down their electrical equipment despite a National Weather Service red flag warning on August 7th. The lawsuit also alleges that the Hawaiian electric companies energized and downed power lines, ignited dry fuels such as grass and brush, causing the fires. The lawsuit also alleges failure to maintain the system and power grid, which caused the systemic failures, starting three different fires on August 8th. Now, climate change has been linked to the bad bushfires Australia has had these last couple of years. And human negligence has caused many other wildfires like campfires and open flame sky lanterns. No matter the causes, I think it's safe to say that everyone should be responsible for their actions and how things are handled when it comes to living in areas that are affected by wildfires. Things like this can set research back set resources back, set people back, and wildlife, like the endangered species that so many people are trying to save from extinction. And these people are putting all this work in and effort in, and then, you know, a wildfire comes or a natural disaster comes and, you know, just messes everything up. It's just so much. But like I always say, living with and around wildlife is a huge responsibility. I hope the people and animals of Maui and all the other communities affected by wildfires can rise from the ashes like a phoenix and continue life. 
But you guys let me know how you feel about today's topic, wildfires and wildlife in a blaze. Leave a comment on the Let's Talk Wild Instagram page and YouTube channel. Make sure you guys follow and subscribe to the podcast on all podcasting and social media platforms. Don't forget that you can now support the podcast by joining the monthly membership subscription. Once you sign up, you'll get a shout out and you can pick a podcast topic for me to talk about. You can go to my podcast website on Buzzsprout to sign up. I'll have the link in the description box. You already know, love yourself, one another, your pets, and the animals. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.